0: And welcome to the 6 in the Morning Survivor Recap. It's a weekly podcast for fans who love Survivor. We're now at week three. Winners at war. I'm Alan Crone.
1: I'm Leanne Taylor. Dave
0: Davis. Okay, guys, what do you think so far? Three weeks into this thing, and the big players are still in the game.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, really, I come from a time where I started watching almost the first season, stopped watching in 03, so it's great to see Amber and Rob back and all the old school Ethan, and I'm surprised... That Rob's still in the game. I mean, we'll get to this later. But my first impression from the first three wi- weeks is how is Rob still there? Well, and ha- I was thinking
0: the same thing. Yeah,
2: I'm having a blast watching the show because I'm looking at these winners at war. I'm watching strategies. A few weeks back when Sandra went straight to, t- to Tony and just said that they're talking and she says it in such a way. They're talking about you. And he just explodes, and then she just stands back and watches. I think these are people that have learned some great skills and how to socialize, how to set people up, and how to send them on their way to to their demise.
1: Master button pushers. They know how to push the right buttons.
0: Boy, they do. Some of the players that um, you would want to be out quickly – that are still there. It's like, how in the world? I mean, wouldn't you, the very first time, I mean, they Parvati. got... right, Parvati, right exactly. off the bat. Well, and they, they did Amber, of course. They got to split up the power couple, but Rob is still there. Right. How does that happen?
2: I think, because I actually have Rob in my draft that we did at our, our house, I, I got him simply because I think that you might say, hey, keep him around. He's got the target kind of on his back. If I can kind of just have him shield me, Then when it's ready, I'll come out and and we'll we'll make a move.
1: It's so funny because you notice the difference between the season 39 mentors, Sandra and Rob. Mm -hmm. Sandra not participating at all in the physical challenges. And Rob is getting in there too. So I think there's a lot of respect as well. Players are in awe of him. And he's out there pulling the wagon, pulling the cart, doing the physical things that Sandra, she's kind of sidelined. She's being the field general.
0: A couple of twists this year, and uh, they're still keeping it, obviously, uh, the, the island, the exile island thing, but the coins.
1: Yeah, it's
2: going to make a big difference, I think. I can't quite grasp how they keep – because each week so far, it's like, wow, that's a that's a good twist. But overall, I'm not sure how that's going to play into it. But it's, it's a new element that they're going to have to consider as they move forward. And going to ex- the island of extinction or edge of extinction – may work in some people's advantage. They may get there. Maybe Rob and Amber get there together, and then they power one of them back into the game. Well, because
0: you're still in the game in all reality. Even so though far. though we don't, in years past, last couple of seasons, they're only taking one player back from the island back into mm-hmm. the game. But it could be different. You know, there's always going to be some twist. What's the most surprising thing so far, other than the fact that the big players are still there, that maybe you've seen in the, the early runs here of Survivor?
1: I mean, I'll go. To me, it's the fire tokens. I've been out of the game so long. I feel like Ethan and Yule, where you're jumping back in after the early 2000s, you've been out of the game, and you're like, wow, everything's moving so fast. I think the speed of the game, but also the fire tokens, Survivor needed a twist. They needed a twist for season 40. Jeff Probst talked about this in our satellite interview that we did. They needed a twist that's going to level the playing field that nobody knows how to deal with it, and that has been the fire tokens. I think currency is already playing a huge part because... Natalie keeps giving Jeremy coins and keeps trying to give him heads up from the dark side. Right,
2: exactly. I think the thing that surprised me is just how some of these players are actually in awe, as you said, of the other players. You know, these are all winners. These are million-dollar winners. Yeah, every sh- single one of them. Right. But you see, I loved Ben a few weeks ago when he was joking around. And he was just like, blah, blah, blah. There's Rob, you know. And and I get that. I can see how <laughs> these players that you may have watched growing up. But then there's some players I'm like, now, who are you? And how did you ever win?
1: Right. Michelle Fitzgerald. Alan, you had her in yeah, your I final do. three. I do who have her in the Michelle final three.
0: Michelle Fitzgerald? Well, she won. What was that? Um, Michelle let me think here. She won season 29, I believe. Is that correct? I
2: think, I, you know, honestly, they all start to run together after 40, but I,
0: I, I can't, I can't remember. In, anyway, she, I do remember that she was really the less likely person to win. And it just kind of happened that way. And, and a lot of folks said, well, it was just, just a, a fluke. fluke. So she's not, to me, she's not threatening for anybody. And it's like, that's why you would want to keep her around. You want to get rid of the big players that are threatening, but so far that's not been the case.
2: I'm trying to figure out how did Sophie win? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> what, 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 who did she go up against? I can't even remember her season. I, so that's what, she's one that's kind of thrown me for a loop. I, I remember Natalie and Jeremy and that relationship. I mm. love that. I love Sarah. Sarah's one of my, in fact, I have her in the top three. Well, I do
0: too. I have her winning the whole thing.
2: Cause she is one of those players that she's tough. She's socially there. That first time she played, she was friendly. The second mm-hmm. time she She backstabbed a couple of people, and I Mm. think she realized this is how I've got to play the game. She's a cop, so she's a tough. She takes, you know, no gruff off of anybody. Mm. And I'm not really sure that she and Tony, though, this, you know, cops are us. Uh, I don't know if that's going to play out because I would distance myself from Tony, I think, if I were her.
1: That was another question that I was going to ask you all since you are such the longtime viewers. You've seen these players in many different environments and play multiple games. Are there any alliances that you're thinking? what no get out of this alliance right now like get out of this alliance i mean to me immediately what jumps out is anything involving tony i think he's just too much of a wild card don't don't play with tnt
0: i don't even really think they should have alliances and in this part of the game i mean they're all they're like top elite tier players and if they're saying that they're an alliance they're not yeah. They're not in an alliance. Mm. They're in a one person alliance. They're
2: in the alliance that gets them the right. furthest. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's
0: really been the case for the last couple of seasons in Survivor. It may look like that there's an alliance, but it's really it's just a a moving target, you know, they all they all try to change. Uh, obviously they pick these these winners on purpose, but there's a, a lot of people that won in the past that were not included.
2: Yeah, and okay. it was kind of disappointing because I, you know, I, I think that um, when you look overall, you're like, well, now who? Why do we, I? You know, I still love to go way back to Tina. I season wanted, two. I wanted I wanted somebody from those first one, two, and three seasons. Of course, Richard Hatch couldn't, but I think some of those other those early ones could.
0: Okay, uh, do you remember Brian? See, so here's the problem with the, with all that because Ooh. some of these people were are winners of Survivor, and you're like, what? Yeah. Okay, uh, season five, Brian Heideck? Oh. Okay, no, not. Chris I might
2: recognize this face. Scout
1: Lee season. Chris. Chris from Ohio, the right. construction S- season worker. Season nine. It was Chris and Twyla at the end, both right. construction workers, uh-huh. and Scout ended up third. I think Chris was pretty smart, and he was able to backstab, not win physical challenges. Because I had a chance to rewatch Vanuatu for my Scout Lee story. Chris was able to backstab and not really win physical challenges, and he still came in and the jury voted for him in a landslide. I thought he could have been a good choice. Okay,
0: so uh, Todd Herzog, season 15, yeah. that's kind of a name. All right. right. J.T. Remember yep. J.T.? I like J.T. J.T., season 18. Okay. Season 18. And then here's one that, to me, it's just a big shock that he's not on. Cochrane, yeah Cochran I, I, was I, a winner
2: as you're sitting here I'm thinking okay what was the kid's name with the glasses yeah. they brought him back on one of those islands where he was kind of like a, a um, an advisor got to be a part of that it was Cochran that's right and I, I don't I never, I haven't read anything about it I'm sure there's something out there the reason um, and I and I suspect that th- that you know again over time I'm sure time takes a toll, and as we heard Jeff talk about uh, in the interview that you did, Dave, you know he said 40 is old on Survivor, and that's a shame. But it really, it's hard to compete; it's hard to survive out there like that. Although, you know what? I still would. I would absolutely go in a heartbeat. That would be great. If there was a way that, yeah, Yeah. there was a way that we could.
0: Yeah, Uh, Ethan Zahn, I think, is one of the older players at 46. Denise is at 49. Robin Amber, Robin Amber. They're in the lower, it's 41. uh, Rob Rob is 44, and I believe Amber is 41. So, yeah, 40s is definitely old. Some of these players, like Adam and Nick. Not even born. (laughs) Those guys were playing when they were like, 20 or 21.
2: Yeah. some I always like them when they have these interviews and they're like, I started watching when I was in kindergarten. You're like, oh my goodness. I've got (laughs) got shoes older than you kids.
1: I think I would have liked to see two maybe bring back some non-winners. I mean, I know it's called winners at war, but just see some really competitive folks. Um, You know, Johnny Fairplay, just to kind of stir things up. Wouldn't that have been just fun to have another villain in there? Not necessarily an all time all star, but, you know, just somebody to mix it up.
0: Well, here we are. We're still at uh, the very beginning of this, and you never know what Mark Burnett and Jeff Probst will do to try to change things up a little bit. So we're running out of time. So join us next week, right here, the Six in the Morning Survivor Recap. We'll get into Week (laughs) Four (laughs) Winners in War.